This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Lester Till I Die, now available on Spotify. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Yes, good evening, fellow Fox fans. How are we all? Happy after the other night? We're through in Europe. Um, the rest of the country might be Brexiting. We're carrying on and going on. Um, welcome along, and you are watching. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Lester Till I Die, now available on Spotify. It's Friday night, it's half past seven, it's not Cracker Jack, it is the Opposition View It's um, show. It's back to Premier League action this weekend and at 5.30 Monday night we've got a little matter of this. 
It's Leicester City versus Fulham. Monday night at the King Power Stadium. It is. Um, we're back to action after a disappointing uh, showing against Liverpool. And you are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. And if you're watching live, you can watch us in two places. You can watch us uh, on YouTube, which is Leicester Till I Die TV. And you can watch us live on Facebook. And if you are on Facebook, please, please, please just click the StreamYard logo. Just mean you don't come up as Facebook user. You come up with who you are and I can see um, who I'm talking to. And if you're watching this on Catch Up, welcome along. If you listen to the podcast version, or the why you wouldn't want to look at me, <laughs> maybe I do understand. Um, but we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on iTunes, we're on Google, we're on, we're on everything, basically. Um, but a couple of hellos, and I, I don't know who I'm saying hello back to here, but it's hi to Facebook user. Uh, it's hello to Facebook user number two, and it's hello to Facebook user number three. Stick your names at the end if you don't want to click on the on the link. And um, as I say, at least then I can give you a call out rather than just calling you Facebook user. Um, it's Fulham. It's Fulham on Monday, and we're going to welcome a gentleman, Emilio, um, from Cottage Talk, uh, the Fulham podcast. Emilio, Italian-sounding name, Italian family, and he's calling us all the way from sunny London. Let's bring him in. Good evening, Emilio. Hello there, Chris. Hello there. Hello, fans, listeners around the world. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Looking forward to tonight. It's, You're um... welcome. Thanks for joining us. Um it's nice to have uh, Fulham fans on. It's nice to have a bit of banter without it sort of getting all nasty and horrible. Um, like you say, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Premier League. Nice to have you back. You know, you're only gone for a year, but um, you, you know, you've uh, you, you've come back. Um, you, you, you're not from. You are from London, though. You were saying, but you've got a, a, Italian roots. That's right. I was born, well, I've been sporting for them now, what, 40 years? Um, yeah. I was born a stone's throw away from Chelsea Stadium and was brought up between, literally between the two grounds, 10 minutes walk between Fulham Stadium and 10 minutes away from Stamford Bridge. So, you know, I've, I've got Italian parents, so that's where the heritage comes from, as I'm yeah. also a, a reasonably big, large and big Napoli fan. So I do, obviously, is distraught this week after Diego Maradona. Yeah. We, we won't talk so much about that tonight. I'm sure there's a, a split opinion yeah. that divides opinion, doesn't he, over the years? But uh, he he yeah. does. But you you were saying he did say before when we were chatting on um, on Twitter. Uh, I mean, he was yeah. As as, as English fans, and I don't know whether mm. which side of the fence you fall mm. on, sort of for your national team. But as England fans. It's one of those we remember what happened. Yeah. Had Gary Lineker done it at the other end, of course, he, he would have been totally exonerated. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but he was, you know, we saw both sides in that famous game, you know, the, the, that side and the amazing goal. And you got to see him live, which must have been quite yeah. spectacular. Absolutely. And obviously, being a Napoli fan, I saw him many, mm. many, many pre season games when I was going when I was there for over the summer holidays all those years ago. We won two championships. While he was at the right. peak of his career, um, I saw him yeah. a few league games at the beginning of the seasons. Each time I was going, so I was, I was I was blessed to actually watch him play live, and you know he was a he was a tremendous talent. And you know, let's be let's forget the fact that he's had to, you know a downward spiral over the last 10, 15 mm -hmm. years, you know, for various reasons. But on the day, he was exceptional. He was a great talent. Yeah. Like he said on that England game in the World Cup, one of the best World Cups for me, 
from yeah. for many decades. And you know, he you saw both sides of him. You know, the, the cheating side of him, and he'll he'll even to this day, if you had asked him, he would happily admit that he did cheat. And then he saw the spectacular goal. You know, so yes. he was able to do. But you know, the, too young to go. Whether you love him or hate him, you know, mm. we don't want someone to pass away that young. Unfortunately, you know, when you look back at um, at football history, and you know, neither of us, you know, no disrespect to spring chickens here, but you know, there's it, there's a lot of talented players that unfortunately sort of do seem yeah. to depart and uh, and uh, leave us too soon. Look, moving forward, obviously, you know, we, I think a lot of clubs have got a lot more things in place now to help people, which yes, is, uh, right. which is right. a good exactly. thing, you know, yeah. but, uh, but anyway, condolences, um, from, from, from us for that, but, um, back to, um, more pressing mm. matters, which mm. is obviously the premier league. I could say mm. you, you, you came, was it, you, I think you came back by the playoffs, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's many fans, you know, were, we should have done better in, in terms of mm. getting more competitive and maybe Pressing for those top two places, but you know, Scott, Scott Park has done a well, has done a very good job. You know, I'm not, I wasn't his biggest yeah. fan when he got the job a couple of years ago. He did a reasonable job, you know, just you know, playing with a bit of pride when we, when we were automatically when we got relegated two seasons ago. But you know, he's done his job. His, his job was to get us promoted, and he's done that. So, yes. whether you like the style of football he plays, whether you agree with his principles, you know, he got the job done. You know, which you know, we, I was always nervous as soon as you got through the playoffs. I mean, you know, rather than me celebrating. They were back in the Premier League. I was already thinking ahead, thinking, well, actually, it's going to be a long, hard season, whoever yeah, we buy. Yes, you know, yes. The objective is 17th place for me. And it's, let's, let's, get in, let's stay in the Premier League and build on that, you know, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a long, hard winter for me. Like, like I said to you before we, we came live, finish 17th this year, go on and win yeah. it next year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it nice. is. It has been a sort of a, a baptism with fire since you've come back. Yeah. Um, you, you know, we're just looking at the table there. I mean, you, you know, you fortunately you are in the bottom three. Mm. Uh, nine played, one win, one draw. Uh, obviously, therefore, seven losses. Um, mm. But is it? I know when sort of we came up and we had Nigel Pearson as the manager, and we we, we managed the sort of what was called the Great Escape, mm. probably the greatest Great Escape. When we were playing at week in, week out, we were only losing sort of 1-0, 2-0 mm. in those days. And we were battling. And you could yeah. see that, you know, we were just losing. So the fact that we were losing, but the fact that we were at least putting up a fight, do you see yeah. that in your team? Last few games, um, broadly speaking, yes. We obviously, Scott Parker, you know, trusted the players that got him got the team promoted. So, you know, mm. admirable to do that. You know, but clearly the team... Yeah. Has, needs a lot of investment, a lot of strength. You know, the, the, the squad in the championship was very generally very weak, and probably not very yeah. not Premier League quality. And you, you, you know, the first few games we were getting hammered, same as it was two seasons ago. We got hammered yeah. by Arsenal, a good lesson in the first game, three 0 Didn't look tidy at times, but offered very little up front. You know, we got hammered by Aston Villa, three 0 while they were at the height of their of their season when they were winning week in week out. And yeah. we, were, we had to go back to basics. So there was a bit, a few late late last minute signings on loan and some 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 official signings and slowly but surely the, t the team looks a little bit more stable defensively yes. aside from a 15-20 minutes against Everton at the weekend we've broadly looked okay you know we lost to Wolves 1-0 to be honest I thought you know we could have done, we probably deserved a point from that game West Ham that debacle a couple or two three weeks ago when we missed a penalty right in, deep in, in added time again their goal was offside and we didn't take the penalty that could have been one or another point Sheffield United, yeah. we should have won. We we only got the draw away. So to be honest, the team's improving week in, week out, but the points are not on the board, and that's the problem. 
to your point, you're losing by the odd goal. Yes. You're not, you're yes. not getting hammered. So that's that's the encouraging signs. But we've got to start converting draws into wins and stop stop losing as many games as we have done. But we've got a terrible run of games coming up now. We've got yourself. <laughs> Man City and Liverpool back to back. So, well, Man City, you never know, you might get something out of that. With, yeah. with Liverpool, I wish you all the best because uh, they uh, <laughs> they even gave us a footballing lesson last Sunday, unfortunately. Yes. Um, two, two seasons winning, and it is very difficult when you come up, whether it's playoffs or as champions, mm. whatever. I mean, you know, Sheffield United last season, Blackpool when they first came up, yeah. The, the, yeah. They, it doesn't always happen like that. Yes, yeah, sometimes not. you. You know, you, you can carry on with the momentum, but it, you know, it, it, there is a big gulf, isn't there, between yeah. between the two divisions? Yeah, very much so. And I think it's, I think the quality of the championship every year is getting worse and worse. And I'm not sure if that's because the teams who are getting relegated are not really champion, Premier League quality. And I think that also signifies maybe the Premier League hasn't really got the quality. In the old days, there'd yeah. be three or four top teams in the Premier League, and maybe there'd be three divisions in that in the Premier League. Now, I think. This season in particular, you've really got top six, top seven, and then there's there's majority of the rest of the team, and there's three teams fighting for the you know for relegation yeah. amongst four. There's Brighton, I think, are good enough to stay in the Premier League. They're playing good football, and if they can score goals, they'll stay. But for me, it's between Burnley, ourselves, West Brom, and Sheffield United fighting for those three places. I honestly yeah. don't. The other teams are picking up points. That's that's worrying. There's already a gap forming between yes. Fulham and Brighton, who's what fifth from bottom. That's a worry for me. I mean, two of those teams you mentioned there, I've got to be mm. honest with you, I'm surprised to see down there. Sheffield United, mm. after last season, they always say the second season is the tough one because, mm. you know, you, yeah. you have to kick on. Uh, staying up is hard. Not every team goes on and wins the Premier League. <laughs> the second season. I've got to keep mentioning it. Forgive me, but I've got to keep mentioning it. Um, and Burnley, who have been, mm. quite, you know, not sort of dug any trees up, but they've sort of always been sort yeah. of, you know, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, those yeah, are positions, yeah. and they're down there. But they've, having said that, they had a very, very, very poor um, transfer window. Yeah. Were you happy with your with the transfer window you had, or? Um, I think the key thing was you know, Scott Parker's philosophy is all about defence, mm. so safety first. So that's obviously where the owners have, have placed the most investment. It was a long time coming. We got a lot, few last minute signings always, but we're now starting to see the benefit of that defence. You know, we're starting to look a lot more secure. The team are starting to play with a bit of bit more rapport, again to know each other a little bit better. I think the next yeah. few games, like I said against Leicester, Man City, Liverpool, I'm not expecting anything from those three games. So yeah. play with a bit of pride, you know, you know experiment necessary because I think that if you can get anything more than three defeats, then that's a bonus for me. So it's all yeah. about trying to st stay steady the ship. But I think defensively we look a lot more secure. I still think we're very light up front. You know, Mitrovic is going through a bit of poor run of form at the moment. He's not playing well for his country. He's missed a few penalties for country and club. He, he's, he's lost that bottle. He just needs a goal yeah. to basically give him that boost of confidence that he needs. And maybe he'll become the threat that we need him to be. But I worry if he, he's injured, then where are the goals coming from? So defensively, we've we've settled, we've steadied the ship. Yeah. But we enough goal. Loftus-Cheek, I think, is, needs to start starting more games. I think he was a good signing, but we yeah. haven't yeah. been in and out of the team. So hopefully he's back injury free now and could start to cement his place in the in the team that's his quality when he came yeah. on a sunday he looked a different class to me and these are the players who need to start cementing their place in the team and we yeah. build around them but overall not a bad transfer window we didn't spend millions but we bought in the right places and it's just about now continuity and building a bit of confidence
I mean, this is it, isn't it? It's not always about numbers. I mean, yeah. you know, we're exactly the same. We, you know, we 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 weren't big on numbers, but mm. hopefully, we've done really, really well on on quality. I mean, do 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 you? And I still don't. I find it very hard to think of Leicester as a particularly a big club because mm. you know I always think of us as sort of you know our history mm. you know up and down we've won you know the the mm. second tier seven times but do, does a team like Fulham sort of look at what we have achieved in the last you know five six years and use that as inspiration? Yeah absolutely and I think it's mm. you know we fans shouldn't forget that we were 13 consecutive years in the Premier League you know before yeah. we got relegated what five six years ago so we were an established Premier League team. Yes, we're not a big club traditionally. Yeah. You know, we you know we maybe punched above our weight for for many seasons. We fought mm. we fought we fought relegation a number of seasons, but we also yeah. under Roy Hodgson and you know and Martin Yo, we were we were mid table, top seven, top eight under Mark Hughes. So we had some good seasons. So for me, it for me Premier League survival is always what minimum Fulham fans should expect. Yeah. Anything higher than that, I think that we're not realistic. I look at Newcastle fans and. You know, you're, yeah. you're saying, don't talk about Liverpool. For me, I, I can't stand Newcastle fans. I'm sorry if there are people listening, but <laughs> why do they think they've got a divine right to be in the league just because they've got 50,000 fan mm. base? You have to earn yeah. the right to play in this division. And um, Oh, definitely. definitely with that, I think yes. if we get there, let's, let's do our best to stay. And a lot of fans prefer to see more wins and stay in the championship. Whereas, where's the ambition? Surely you want yes. to be playing at the top level. And hopefully we can we can start, you know, stay in the division and then build mm. from that next year. But it's going to be difficult. I, th I think the many years that you were in the Premier League, we weren't. And I, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. you know, we we had we had a long, long run, sort of uh, in the second in the second tier. But yeah, you mentioned there. I mean, you had uh, you had Roy Hodgson, mm. and uh, you got to a Europa League final. Was it Europa League at the time? Or yeah, yeah, Europa League. Yeah. You know, yeah. went to a few of those away games. I went to the semi final. The yeah. Uh, the final itself in Hamburg, you know, you know literally two yeah. weeks back to back. And uh, yeah, the, there was a Roma game away was great. Saw the Juventus game at home. So there were some great mm -hmm. memories. And Roy Hodgson, love him to death. You know, he, he done, yeah. he done wonders for this team. But again, we didn't have technically the best players in the world, but no. he got the best out of them. We molded as a team. You know, I look back on those replays and then goodness me, I'd, I'd love to have a Bobby Zamora up front, you know, mm -hmm. with his pace and strength. Clint Dempsey scoring goals. You know, we, we didn't have, like I said, top, you know, international players, but we had players who played for the sleeve and played for the shirt. And, you know, I love those, those days. Love them. It means, it means a lot. I mean, again, um, you know, the, 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 the team we had under, uh, under Ranieri, I'll, I'll come to in a yeah. second, you know, it wasn't world stars. There were journeymen, mm. there were free transfers, but like yeah. you say, it's what the manager can get out of those players. Mentioned Ranieri there. Didn't, you know, I mean, he came, he came to us and everybody was kind of like, who, why, what, <laughs> you know, uh, he, he absolutely <laughs> smashed the ball out the court, which nobody saw it seeing coming. He then kind of, started to make his own signings his own you know mm -hmm. bring his own team and it all went disastrously wrong um you had him in in an attempt to sort of keep up he didn't last long did he no he didn't and i was yeah. just honest when he when we when he when he got made the manager i was actually quite pleased i thought yeah. okay you know he's obviously not he's well, successful at leicester of course but you know another yeah. another he was often not successful in some of the Italian teams he was playing. He lost it a season and a half, then he would get the sack. But overall, I thought he would be the right man to keep the club in the division. But clearly, yeah. just, it didn't work. You know, yeah. his style of football didn't appease with the fans. The fans were still upset that Jokanovic's know, predecessor was sacked. They, the fans wanted yeah. him to be given more time. But, you know, I thought I thought Ranieri would do, had enough intelligence and quality to be able to 
keep the defence under, you know, sort out your defence. Yeah. That was that's why they brought him in. Defensively, he yeah. plays a very tight game of brand of football and tries to catch you on the break. But we didn't really have the plays to play to his style of football. And defensively, we didn't address the problem. We're getting hammered two and three nil, you know, week in, week out. And it was it was only a matter of time. It was, an, it was a man of the defeats, especially the turn yeah. of the year. Those performances away from home, I recall, were, were abysmal, awful. Yeah. It was only a matter of time before he's gone left. So I, I put my hand up. I thought he'd be a good sight, a good good manager for the club, but clearly only lasted what four months. Yeah. Well, you you never know when you bring them in, do you? And Louise, good evening, Louise. Thanks a lot for joining us. Welcome, and it's nice to have you. As yeah. he said, the best players don't always make the best team, mm. and that yeah. you know that 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 is very true. I mean, coming back now to sort of to Monday night. Um, do you look at Leicester at the moment? We, we've got a lot of injuries. Mm. I mean, you know, uh, Liverpool, when we played them, they they had a lot. They had as many as us. We were mm. the, the two teams with the most injuries. It was like, mm. you know, the tea ladies versus the bin men almost. <laughs> um, they still gave us a footballing lesson, I, I hate to say. But, you know, do you look at that and think, well, you know, now's a good time to play Leicester? Um, I've looked at your, some of your performances this season. Like, you're very... Uh... Although you're top four, is that because the division is a lot tighter this year? Because, you know, you're either winning or you're losing. And when you are losing, you're losing quite poorly. You know, the West yeah. Ham defeat at home, you know, you know, was a very, very disappointing performance. I was hoping West Ham would be a team that would be not fighting for relegation, but be in the bottom six. But they've, they've yeah. performed recently. And, you know, that was a poor performance from yourselves. The Liverpool game, again, Liverpool are a bit up and down. They lost, you know, they beat you, but then lost at home to Atalanta in midweek in the, yeah. in the Champions League. So... I think for Leicester fan, you've got six wins out of nine, I think it is. You know, you're yeah. scoring goals. But, you know, defensively, you're not as tight as you could be. Like I said, there's, three, there's two 3 nil defeats. I think you lost at home to Villa, I recall. So you're a bit up and down. Yeah. You know, Europe, you're doing well. You've qualified into the next round of the Europa League. That's great. Yeah. Great for British football. But I, th- I wouldn't say that you're there for the taking. I think at the end of the day, it's still going to be a tough game for Fulham. You know, you've got, if Jeremy Vardy starts, yeah. you know, you're going to max use, use him to his full potential. And yeah. it's... For me, it's a mid central midfield. You know, the key thing is we can't play possession and don't give Leicester too much respect. We did yes. that against Everton on Sunday. I thought we gave them a bit too much respect in that first half and they punished us with three goals. But overall, you know, we could have come away with a point in that game. We missed a penalty. You know, you know on another, if we had a bit more quality in certain key areas, we might be, we might be able to snatch a point. So 3 2 defeat, like I say, we only lost by the one goal, but still yeah. zero points on the board. So I'm not, if we get a point, I'll be pleased. But I think, yes. you know, we are, let's play with. Respect, respect Leicester City, and keep it tight. Otherwise, I think, I think you made you made a very good point there because so, we were saying as well that we gave Liverpool way too much respect yeah. in, in 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 a lot of ways. Uh, I mean, we have slowly. I mean, the defence we've got mm. at the moment. I mean, you know, you, you one time we're playing, you know, mm. two players in there in the mid thirties <laughs> in, yeah. in yeah. Fuchs and Morgan, but we've got you know we we've got Fafana who who. Is not an amazing buy? Um, no, you know, you think like we were so determined. You know, Claude Puello was our ex manager, was <laughs> then his manager at San Antonio. He didn't want to sell to us, and we were going back and going back. And my god, you know, you can see you can see why now. But it depends, I think, for us, I think, well, for me, certainly, it, it depends on which Leicester turns up because, like you say, you know, we can go to Arsenal and to um. Uh, Manchester City and beat them, um, sticking yeah. you know five past Man City, but we can host Villa and West Ham and yeah. you know yeah. and lose. It, it's uh, I mean hopefully we're going to have a two um, some some players back for oh. uh, for this the, this this game. Um, 
how are you for injuries at the moment? You mentioned Mitrovic. Was is he injured? Um, more out of form. So I, I, I expect right. him to start on Sunday, um, on Monday night. You know, he was yeah. rested on Sat on Sunday game against Everton. He came back from international duty. Didn't have the best couple of games. He missed that sort of penalty for Serbia to which allowed Scotland to qualify for the well, yeah. Euro Championships next year. So he's not been on top form this season. But we, he he will st- he needs to start on Sunday. You can't. He's had the time to rest. You need a big man up there to start on Sunday, uh, on Monday night, sorry. And uh, not so much injuries. We've got a, one of our, our right backs is injured at the moment. But uh, yeah. but you know, the one who's, who's deputised for him, Aina, looked a little bit weak on Sunday. That's why I think you guys will expose our, you know, him mm-hmm. on the, uh, at left back. or Sorry, at right back because he yes. was four against Everton. And then he got totally exposed. Three goals from Everton resulted from three crosses from, from wide and three well, three goals, you know, yes. four, four goals to give away from outside. So I think you'll be exploiting those flanks and you'll know where our weaknesses are. Get You're probably going to pump the ball into the penalty area and, and put our defenders under a lot of pressure. Yes, yeah. Well, hopefully we will. And like I say, hopefully we will be sort of having some players back. But so what, what players should we be worried about from Fulham? Who's, who's going to give us problems? Um, I'd like to think... I think the I think it's rather than Fulham giving you problem. I think it's very much can we keep it tight and compact? And knowing how Scott Parker plays, you'll be the worry for me. Sometimes you're trying to play the ball out of defence far too, far too. You know, sometimes you can't play that type of football because you're going to get caught out. We got caught out on Sunday within well within forty seconds. We are exactly the same. Brendan Rodgers loves playing it out from the back, and sometimes I'm like clench buttock time. You know, we haven't got the players to do that, and that's the worry for me. And when I I met Scott Parker, was it last year? And it's been a private event, October last year, and I was questioning him around his brand of football. And you know, he said that's the philosophy he wants to play. He wants to play hold possession, keep ball. You know, let the opposition run run around, but try to cu- be patient, and cover opportunities. But for me, Premier League is a different ball game, and we can't play. We can't give too much respect to the opposition when we keep playing out of defence. But for me, yeah. who, who would Loftus Cheek? I'd like to see Loftus Cheek start getting, you know, starting getting yeah. a regular place. I think he's a quality. He's a former England international, so he's, I know he's had yeah. lots of injuries, but he's no mug to be honest. He's not no. he's a, he's a player if he's fit. And Tom Kearney's had a few good games recently as well. So I could see. I'd like to see Tom Kearney pushing up front, up front. And maybe sitting behind Mitrovic, who yeah. you know he's had a poor season. We know that there'll be there'll be a turning point during the season. Maybe it might be on Monday night. But and Lookman, despite the fact he missed that horrendous penalty a few weeks ago against West Ham, he's probably been our best player this season. You know he's yeah. he's, he's, he's dangerous. He's got he, he likes taking on players. He's pacey and he's got an eye for goal and, he, and, he, and he's created a couple of assists. So for me, they're the three key players. You know, and Mitrovic on his day, if he can if he can get some form and and focus. Then he can yes. be a threat to your defence as well. Like you said, some of your defenders are the wrong side of thirty. I'd mm. like to see Mitrovic giving them a few problems on on Sunday on Monday night. If he's going to do it against anybody, in fact, we were saying this on the preview show uh, on Tuesday. Leicester seemed to be the team where if anybody or the commentator says like, "Oh, this guy's not scored in five hours and thirty four <laughs> minutes," you know. He, he, He'll do it against Leicester. <laughs> Guys miss the last three penalties, get the penalty. He'll do it against. We seem to be everybody's team, everybody's team for that. But I, don't, I don't think it's. I mean, you know, I was looking back as say last season. Um, we we didn't play each other, but the season before that, it wasn't. I mean, you know, it was a draw at your place in December. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we got the three-one in March, but you know, I don't think it's going to be the 
you know, a lot of our fans as you know it's Fulham and you know they're they're where they are and it's gonna be it's not gonna be easy. Sometimes it's harder to play teams when they're at the bottom. And yeah. you don't give us the space because obviously we know we we know Vardy likes to run behind and and the yeah. bigger would say the, the the big six if you like those sort of type teams do that where you know mm. the, the other teams tend to sort of sit back more and, and don't give us the space. Exactly. And I look, you know, that two years ago when when we played you at home, I think we took the lead in that game, I recall. And you know, yeah. on the day we we were just we made a mistake and we got punished for it. You know, the way yeah. the way game, I think was was that Brendan Rogers. First game at home, and there's something, there's something, there's a fact around that game. Not sure, I'm not sure. Yeah, to be honest with it was you. one yeah. one the after half time, yeah. and I thought, okay, we're back in the game, but then hmm. Leicester did what they do best, you know, two late goals, and um, you know, you deservedly weren't out three one winners. But for me, yeah. it's all about possession. I think, you know, if we can keep it tight, we've got you know, Angisa in, in central midfield who, who's yeah. a bit of a, a horse, you know, he's very strong. We missed, you know, he was yeah. resting on. On, on Sunday against Everton. So for me, he'll be starting again the game. So for him, yeah. Tom Kearney and Loftus Cheek can have you know start to you know, really get you know get a hold on that midfield. And we, we could, could cause you problems, but at the end of the day, you've got the quality, you've got Jamie Vardy and you know, if, you know you know we know what he's capable of doing. And but if we, we can keep him at bay, yeah. keep him at bay, don't give the ball away cheaply, keep possession and make it difficult for you. That's a key thing. But for me it's how do we break down your midfield and defence and carve out key opportunities. That's that's where I think we're Slightly lacking, and Scott Park's philosophy is patient football, try to cover oh. opportunities, pass the ball, and we looked good at times against Everton. So hopefully we can we can play similarly against yourself yeah. on Monday night. This could be the most boring game of the season because yeah, you, you, you're basically describing Brendan Rodgers some games. You know, I mean, <laughs> we remember, you know, as Leicester fans, we hold very dear to our heart. Ranieri's mm. team went for obvious reasons, mm. but also they were sort of didn't have a, you know, they they, oh. they won with little possession and they won on the counter faster counter attacking football and Brendan. Pretty much like Scott, though, he was saying there, he sort of, it's against Arsenal, it was like, you know, putting, you know, the, well, say, parking the bus sort of thing. And, you know, <laughs> and if, if both of us are doing that, then it's going to be like, I say, it could be the, a, a nil-nil I have, uh, I envisage it. But we've touched on, uh, you've touched on Scott a couple of times there, Scott Parker. He came in, wasn't able to keep you up. Mm. You went down, he brought you back up via the playoffs. Mm. Is he the man to take you forward? Um, at the end of the day, I'm, you, I, we can't keep sacking managers. For me, no. you know, that's you know whether you like someone or not, you've got to, the, the fans need to support the manager. And I think he's got a you know it's got a difficult challenge ahead of him. It was never going to be easy when he got promoted. I remember beating Brentford in that playoff final in August. Like I said earlier, my worry was how strong are we going to be in the Premier League? Can we? That was my worry. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. It relaxed because I knew that we we're going to have a very difficult season ahead. So most Fulham yeah. fans have to accept it. It was always going to be a difficult season. But we've made some shrewd signings. The team is starting to come together, and you now he will, he will give us the best chance. I think we have to give him a chance. We can't yes. keep sacking him, sacking manager. Yes. You've got to be patient. If we start losing three or four nil every game, it's a different story. But yeah. we're only losing by the odd goal now. That's the thing. You know, several games we've lost by the odd goal, and that's progress for me. Two years yeah. ago, when we were in the Premier League, we were losing three nil week in week out. Yeah, four nil, two nil. Now we're more competitive, more difficult to beat. And if we can start to maybe take some of our chances and and be a little bit more clinical when we create them, then you know, we might have had a few more points on the board. If we take our penalty chances, maybe we would have had a few more points on the board. So yes. I yes. think we've got to give him a chance. From now, his fans are calling for his head already. Well, what do you expect? You know, we, ha yeah. we haven't got the luxury of world-class players. We have This is a squad. These are the players. And 
he's trying to get the best out of them. And there's progress there because we're not losing 3-0 each week now. We're only losing by the goal. So give him a chance and we'll hopefully he can we can start picking up some points after yeah. the Liverpool game. We've got some games in December which are more winnable. So that's yeah. when you measure progress. You can't measure progress against the next three games. They're, for me, they're just games that you don't expect to get anything from. So yeah, and anything is, anything is a bonus. But yeah, 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 we, yeah. I mean, what you know, Watford seemed to sort of change the managers more than they changed their underwear. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. and Leicester, we you know we, we've gone through a few since since you know Pearson left us. It'd been a while, but mm. you know, like you say, given time and given you know um, uh, the back in, then you know, hopefully they'll do mm. well. Thanks so much, Emilio, for joining us. Um, I'm going to ask you before you go for prediction. I mean, I've gone for... Th- I know, I know. I hate it. I've, I've gone for a 3-1. Um, okay, okay. To Leicester, I should add that. Sorry, yeah, okay, to Leicester. Yeah. Um, I, I don't trust our defence to keep a clean sheet. Um, I don't know. I've just... I think... Just after Liverpool, I think you know we'll we'll have had a heart to heart, and you know we'll have mm. sort of learnt from. Hopefully, we'll have learnt from that. And I think Liverpool, mm. it's just you just got to put it down that it was Liverpool, a bogey team mm. at the moment. And I think we'll, you may, you may just sort of get the backlash a little bit. But mm. uh, what 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 would what are you going to go for? Yeah, I hope not. I hope we don't get that backlash. I think if we, yeah. t- I'm obviously on paper beginning of the season you look at this fiction and say well if you get anything from the game it's a bonus so i'm gonna yeah. say i'm gonna stick my neck out and say well, maybe we'll snatch a one all draw maybe mitrovic will score a 94th minute penalty and finally convert something so yeah i'm, you, I'm gonna oops. go for one all draw i think sorry we'll... that that wasn't meant to come up then yes no well to be honest with you, i was joking on the other night when we were in the uh in the europa league game that um perez would come on and score in the 93rd minute uh vardy scored in the 95th so I'd, i was kind of there but just the wrong player but we do have a habit we have scored more goals in the last 15 minutes than any other club in the uh premier league this season yeah, I saw so, that. That, that's a yes. worry as well so again for me it's make sure we're not we're still in the game. Like again, yes. ever on the weekend, we gave ourselves too much to do. Three one down at half time, and yes, we've done well to get it back to three two. And yeah. with a bit more quality, we might have got a draw. But when you're losing three one against arguably a top six team, then you're giving yourself too much to do. And that's the key thing for me: is don't concede early. We keep conceding too many early goals, and that's that's a worry for me. So keep it tight and compact. Don't get on the back foot so soon. And then hopefully, if we're still in it at half time, then. Who knows? I think that's yes. the key thing for me. But it's, if you're a two two goal deficit, then it's there's it's curtains really. I can't see it's coming back from a two goal deficit. Well, we will see. I will. I won't wish you all the best for Monday because I'm going to be lying. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mean it. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. But I wish you all the best for the rest of the season from uh, Tuesday onwards. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks. And and hopefully your seventeenth of above will come true. Thanks so much for joining us, Emilio. Thank and you. I'd love to have you back when we do the return fixture later Lovely. in the year. Thanks for inviting me, Chris. I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you very much. Some uh, great to have a chat with you. Take bye. care bye. now. Take Thank care. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, thanks to Emilio there. Um, some really good answers. Answers that probably, if I'd have been asked about Leicester, I would have given the same answers. So um, it, that was that was it was interesting. So we're going to be back. Um, just a reminder, we'll be back on uh, Monday with the post-match show. Usually about thirty minutes after the end of the game, give you a chance to watch the summarising and give you a chance to um, go to the toilet and get a bite to eat. Um, 
We're back here. You can see all the shows. We'll have the preview show for the Sheffield United game Tuesday at 7.30. And if you're going to watch that show, um, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we had Barry Pierpoint on. Now, he was Leicester's chief executive, first chief executive, and he was the chief executive when we went public that time. Love-hate, Marmite sort of figure. You love him or you hate him. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people, I think, when they saw the interview with him, were surprised what a sort of nice guy he was. And he wasn't sort of the, the villain that, you know, everybody had in their minds, um, you know. But, hey, he's got a book out, Minding My Own Football Business. It's going to be out on the 7th of December, Amazon, WH Smith, all the normal places. You can pre-order. And if you go on to mindingmyownfootballbusiness.com, I believe it is. But if you type in Google, Minding My Own Football Business, the, the um, website will come up. But if you want to sort of win a copy and he'll actually put a message in, so, um, you know, not just sign it or put a personalised message in for you or if it's a present for somebody else, uh, all we need you to do, all we ask you to do is just make sure that you're subscribed to Lester Till I Die TV on the YouTube channel and then you're going to be in with a chance to win. We're just going to be choosing somebody on the night and that person uh, will win. So it's so all you've got to do is make sure you're subscribed. In the meantime, uh, have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Stay safe in whatever you do. Uh, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy, which leaves it really, really wide open. Thanks for watching. Catch this again on YouTube uh, or, as I say, in Facebook. We're on YouTube Lester Till I Die TV and half an hour or so it'll be on Spotify, uh, Apple and all the other podcasts as well. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe. See you guys on Monday night. All the best. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. and sit down. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.